I am Edie, a Wisconsin gal. Leia, it's almost May, and there are still oh. regular snow flurries happening. <laughs> but as an act of joyful defiance, I spent $1,000 and I bought a flat of pansies yesterday. Wasn't really a thousand dollars, right? No, it was twenty. It was twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you know pansies can survive in temperatures as low as twenty-five degrees? Did not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, when I'm not fussing around with my pansies, I'm a middle school reading specialist and a mum to two teens and a tween. Ooh, okay. Well, hi, I'm Leia, a Canadian gal who is presently trapped in the city of Beijing, wondering if I'm going to be put into a lockdown any second. Uh, so I am an international school teacher who is teaching online at the moment. I am an international traveler who hasn't traveled in a very, very long time. And I'm a mother of two kids, one of whom will be graduating next month one of whom is that grammar correct i don't know anyway charlotte is graduating next month as you can tell edie i am just a bit down these days <laughs> you don't look down leia you look ready to go my goodness Woo, um, big ponytail big high ponytail <laughs> edie's looking at me first thing in the morning looking a little bit crazy <laughs> well leia let's see if we can turn that frown upside down with some good old-fashioned chit chat we're the two chit chat chicks like always we'll be sharing chit chat tips and tricks suggestions for phone anxiety and the manicure set that everyone is talking about <laughs> we will Yes, we will gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics. Getting real about how things are going. And of course, we'll have our chit-chat challenge of the week. In our chit-chat tips and tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. So Edie, what's your tip this week? Can't wait to hear about the manicures that everyone's talking about. Oh, so Leah, many years ago, I used to get um, gel manicures and I loved them. Yes, they were quite expensive. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just stopped because I don't really want people touching my hands. I don't really want people <laughs> touching my feet. And then with the gel manicures, I would like, you know, after three, I mean, they look beautiful. I loved that part of it. But when they would get old, I would like peel them off ah uh, yes hey i have a question though edie mm -hmm. when you say you don't like people touching your hands and feet you don't mean in a sensual way <laughs> you mean you just don't want people like servicing your hands and feet is that correct <laughs> that is correct i don't want to go okay. and have some some person i don't know like massage my hands it's like okay I mean, I wish they would just have a place where they you could go and they would just paint your nails. 
No frills. I yeah. totally disagree. I, I love the entire Ugh. procedure. I'm all over it. But yeah, well, okay, carry on. This tip or trick is not going to be for you, Leia, because no. what I bought, I've heard about it on a million um, podcasts. It's the mm-hmm. much-hyped Olive and June manicure box. Okay. I do believe you sent me a photo of this. <laughs> So what it it comes in a beautiful box with like a magnetic closure and you open mm-hmm. it up and in that box Leia is everything you need to give yourself a manicure. Everything, Leia. Okay. I mean, can't you just get that at the drugstore? <laughs> no, no, no. These it's all in a box and it's beautiful. Okay. And then there's like a flow chart and you just follow the flow chart. And I gave myself a mat. Did I send you a picture of my manicure? No, just of the set. Okay. Well, I should have sent you a picture because it looked amazing and it lasted Mm. five days with no chipping. Okay. And this, yeah, um, being a gardener, that would be helpful. Yes, I was gardening, I was washing dishes, I was turning pages of books, you know, Mm. and, um, I really liked it. <laughs> so, oh, okay. oh, and the um, I took off the polish today because it was starting to wear away because they said it would just last five days. And you have like yep. this little polish removing pot and you just put your finger Ooh. in and like swish, swish, swish. And it's <laughs> gone. It's like no scrubbing with a, um, right. uh, you know, cotton ball. Yeah. And it yeah. also comes with a marker thing that you click, click, click. And then um, you put cuticle serum around. It's like a marker with a sponge tip. So my cuticles oh. are really beautiful, Leia. I wish my you were here to see them. My manicurist has one of those. <laughs> oh, see, I have it all in a box and I don't have to have some stranger touch my hands. So oh, since well. this is going so well, I'm going to get mm-hmm. a pedicure box, Leia. Oh, they're, they're different? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, well, probably, I don't know. I don't even know if they have a pedicure box, but I am done going to those salons. Okay. I am just saying you've got 10 nails on your fingers, 10 on your toes. I don't know how a pedicure box would, would really be different. I think. Well, I also heard that, um, I don't know if it's Olive and June, but there's press on pedicure nails. Oh, I I like that. I can just glue some. Some toenails over my (laughs) scrappy looking toenails and hit the beach. So maybe I'll try that next. Oh my gosh. Edie, about (laughs) 10 years ago or so, I lost my big toe. Like, I don't even know what happened. What? I just. The toenail. You didn't lose the toenail. No. Oh, I thought you were like Johnny Depp. (laughs) Don threw a vodka bottle at your big toe and you lost it. No, I didn't lose my big toe. Sorry, my mm-hmm. big toe nail. Speaking of Johnny mm-hmm. Depp, we have things to talk about regarding that, but that we'll save that for another time. That said, yeah, so my toenail just dropped off, and oh. um, it was ugly. And I was living in Hong Kong at the time, and you know, sandals are pretty much a year-round affair there. And so, <laughs> for a while, I walked around with just a bandaid on my big toe because I just didn't oh. want anybody to see this gaping, you know 
hole. It wasn't a hole, but just, you know, there was nothing there. Oh. Um, But then I went to my handy dandy manicurist that I'd been seeing Mm -hmm. for some time. And she said, no, no, you still got the nail bed. And she actually created a nail for me. Like she gelled up a nail and put it on and it looked (laughs) completely (laughs) normal. It's fabulous. I loved it. That was the best toenail I've ever had. And the doctor, the doctor said that it would never grow back, but it took about a year and it did come back. I I have a full set of toenails now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I do, you know, and it is cheap in China, but I do enjoy going across the street to the Butterfly Salon for regular manicures and pedicures. It's quite a delight, in fact. So. I won't be taking this tip, but I understand those who will. So, yay. Thanks for the... They posted on the coop. We'd like to see the pictures of the manicure and the manicure boxes. <laughs> the box. It's real... <laughs> and now, that's a delight. It's a delight. I got the spring um, suite of... <laughs> I got the spring <laughs> suite of um, nail polishes, Leah. Wow. So um, next, I'm going to paint my nails tomorrow, and they're going to be pink, Uh and then I'm going to have one party nail in lavender. Oh, the party nail. Okay, well, look at my nails. You can see very pretty pink, right? They're Mm -hmm. quite lovely. These are gel nails. I had them done last week, and I completely enjoyed the pampering experience across the street. There you go. Okay, Okay. well, Edie, this is just... (laughs) Mind-blowing. <laughs> Scintillating. My new word for the pod. Um, okay, so my my tip for this week is actually about phone anxiety. And, you know, as you know, I have had some of this anxiety for, well, I've had it for years and years. So I was delighted when, you know, texting became a thing, you know, 10 years ago or whatever, because I'm not really great about talking on the phone. That said, Edie and I, as we record, are talking on the phone. We we record on WhatsApp, and we're looking at each other. We're recording and seeing one another, and we are on our mobile phones. But for those of us, um, I am not a millennial. What is it? What is a millennial again? Someone younger than us. <laughs> Someone younger <laughs> than us, essentially. So we grew up. We grew up talking on the phone, for sure. But even as a teenager, I felt a little out of place because I wasn't one of those gals regularly, like, dragging the, you know, the phone cord, the long, long, long phone cord into the laundry room to, you know, to chat so my mom my mom and dad wouldn't hear me talking about boys. But I did, you know, I did on occasion. I did. But it was more to follow the crowd. I found it quite stressful to be chatting on the phone all the time. So I loved it when texting came along. But... There had been a podcast recently in the By the Book uh, podcast about catching up with people. And one woman said that she catches up with people uh, on the phone while she takes walks. Great, right? So Allie, the woman who wrote the comment, said, I love this idea and I have many old friends I'd love to reconnect with, but I also have massive phone anxiety. I feel weird calling up people I haven't spoken to in a really long time. Would it make sense for me to reach out first, maybe text or Facebook Messenger, and make sure they're down for a call before I call? And then she asks, and what about anxiety? I think being on a walk will help, 
But is there, I don't know, a self-help book I can read for millennials who are afraid of talking on the phone? So this is a thing, Edie, right? There are many of us who are afraid of talking on the phone, not just millennials, whatever they are. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was a lot of really good advice, I thought, that actually made me feel better about perhaps reaching out and making some phone calls. So some of them were um, definitely texting ahead of time and um, setting a time to talk, but also setting a time limit, right? So saying, oh, I've got 10 minutes to talk and then I'm off to work or, you know, whatever your, whatever your <laughs> excuse might be, but set the time limit, right? Um, so... This another person said, as for the anxiety, I find that action is the antidote. Start doing it on some sort of regular schedule, and the more you do it, the more your anxiety will lessen. I I don't know. I still have anxiety. I do I don't call very many people. I call my daddy, you know, once or twice usually twice a week, uh, to catch up with him. He has a bit of phone anxiety himself, so we understand each other and I call my sister I call you and pretty much everybody else in my life I you know I text but uh my father I can't because he has zero technology so I have to call him on his landline okay so here is another uh recommendation <laughs> say hello Sorry. Say hello. Okay. <laughs> then, <laughs> then. What? What? Oh. <laughs> then. This is good. Tell this is good, Leah. <laughs> Say hello. <laughs> <laughs> then tell that person you saw something, did something, read something <laughs> that remind. Hang on. We're not done yet. This is not meant to be mocked. This is actually serious, serious stuff here. Um, that, that you saw something, did something, read something that reminded you of them, and then ask them how they've been doing lately. Ask about the weather, then let them talk. When you're ready to be done, say, it's been so great catching up with you, but I have to go now. We should do it again sometime. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, you know, I feel like Good that's tips. a bit of it. A bit of a tip. Uh, let's see. Some other people do it while they're knitting or cross-stitching. They do it in a time when it's really chill, you know, and and they just set themselves up. The walking tip is a good idea, doing it while you walk, killing two birds with one stone. Um, Amanda says, definitely a great idea to send a message and say something like, hey, we'd love to catch up. Are you free for a call? Rather than doing it out of the blue. I know, Edie, I don't know about you, but I hate receiving phone calls out of the blue. I never pick up. If the, if the phone rings, I can't pick it up. I need to know that somebody's going to call me otherwise. Like, I'm not answering my phone. Even if it's someone you know? Yeah, usually. Oh. Because oh. <laughs> I need to be mentally prepared. I don't know. I find it really stressful. It's like, okay. it, it's just me. I, okay, here's one more that I quite liked. This person says, I actually use the Marco Polo app to catch up with my long distance friend. We essentially send videos back and forth. It's nice because we don't have to worry if the other one is available and we get to show each other our cute animals. 
Well, I'm telling you, Edie, this is what I do with my bestie, Claire. We do, we do talk, you know, sometimes like this, the way we're talking now, but we also tend to send long voice messages back and forth to each other, often in real time, but we're not actually on the phone. Claire also has some phone anxiety, so that works surprisingly well for us, and I know some people might find that weird, but I love it. So, I don't know. Those are my my tips from by the book community for Excellent. phone anxiety. Well, Mm-hmm. Um, two things. A millennial is anyone born between 1981 and 1996. Oh, thank you for looking that up. Mm-hmm. So they're like between 26 and 41. Those are millennials okay. now. Okay. So they're not phone talkers. And, um, you know, I have anxiety about pedicures and manicures and you have anxiety about the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I don't okay, know. You right? just figure out how to make it work. Okay. Hey, Edie, do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? It's time for Campfire Chat. So, Edie... We usually try to be really upbeat, and I'm sure we're still going to get to be able to spin this episode into something upbeat. In fact, it's already been really fun. But lately, I just feel like I don't want to fake it until I make it, and I don't want to pretend that everything is okay, uh, because it's not. And I'm just not feeling able to just get on with it. So I need a bit of help. Oh, well, we're here for you, Leah. I am. Like, what, what do you mean? Well, I don't know. This term toxic positivity is being thrown around a lot lately. I don't know. Like in the last day, I've heard it 16 times. And then mm. I had to go <laughs> look it up because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, yeah, I feel like I'm doing that, but I'm not quite sure what it is. Mm. So um, I, I, I just had to look it up, and it really resonated with me. And I feel like I have been somewhat toxically positive in a way that's not necessary, because I think sometimes we just need to get real and mm-hmm. say it like it is, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I notice teachers do this to students, where yeah. they will introduce some horrific lesson where the kids have to write six <laughs> paragraphs about something they don't care about. And then yeah. they go, it'll be fun. Come on. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, no, <laughs> we all know this isn't fun. <laughs> to me, that's toxic fun. positivity and it gets me angry. You yeah. know, yeah. you can say, well, this is going to be hard work and blah, blah, blah. But don't say it'll be fun because it's not. Right. Yeah, no, you just have to do it. Sometimes you mm-hmm. just have to get through it and do it, right? Yep. I don't yeah, know if totally. that's what you're talking about, but I feel like I noticed that in the classroom and I can't mm. stand it. Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to tell you what some of the signs are of this so-called toxic positivity and we can just talk through what we think is happening okay. and if yep. we agree with it or not and how we're feeling. So, the mm-hmm. first the first sign of it is hiding or masking your true feelings. Uh, so 
yesterday we I, some friends came over and we we spontaneously ordered some Indian food. It was really Ooh. fun. We had some wine and had Indian food and it had a nice chickpea salad to go with it and it was quite fun. Anyway, my friend Amy was talking about how years ago she had a boyfriend with a uh, a mom, an interesting mom who who was you know maybe a bit in her face like like challenged her a lot and so she would ask Amy like how you doing when she came over and Amy would say well I'm fine and and then this and then this not her mother-in-law because she didn't marry this guy but her boyfriend's mom would say oh do you mean effed up incompetent neurotic and exhausted what (laughs) right so the acronym right fine effed up incompetent neurotic and exhausted and then amy was a little taken aback i think she was a teenager at the time right and this her boyfriend's mom was saying so is this what you mean by fine but it's just like we're so conditioned to say yeah i'm fine Uh, Mm -hmm. and you know granted we've talked about this before and i know that you know we don't want to stop and talk to everybody and say well actually i'm not fine and here's why (laughs) but (laughs) Let me list the reasons. And Mm -hmm. interestingly, Edie, at this point in my life and going to work, actually I'm online now because we're not fine here. Um, But when we were at work up until last week, you know, nobody at work is fine. Like we're all wondering here in Beijing, um, there's this big thing hovering over us about whether we're going to be locked up because of COVID and our zero COVID policy here in China. And so I already have some friends who are in quarantine, who are locked in their apartments. You know what's been going on in Shanghai. That's a nightmare. We have friends there. Um, So nobody's fine. Everybody's living in this state of tension, high tension, adrenaline. It's terrifying, right? So yeah, I'm not fine. So, you know, saying that we are in a time like this, I think it's just disingenuous. It's like, come on. Nobody's fine, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying mm-hmm. here Yeah, on the ground yeah. in Beijing. <laughs> yeah. You're not fine and it's I'm okay to be not fine. So, but that doesn't mean you're incompetent and neurotic, <laughs> you know, you could well, be exhausted, okay. but, um, you're I right. don't really like that, um, acronym. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> I guess my point. Yeah. No, I get your point, though. Like, yeah, you're not fine. You can say you're not fine. But. Yeah. No, I'm not going to say that to everybody. But, you know, just don't don't even ask me how I am at this point, I think. (laughs) Oh. Just avoid that conversation altogether. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Maybe that's it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So another yeah, it's like masking your true feelings, basically, like covering up and saying you are something when you're not. So that's okay. a, that's one of the one of the symptoms of toxic positivity. I'm going to try not to say that phrase too much because I actually don't like it. But that's what this episode is about. Oh. So I have to talk about it a little bit. Okay, so the next sign of it is trying to just get on with it by stuffing or dismissing an emotion. So, mm-hmm. Edie, I know we're we're in the same boat right now with our kids, our eldest kids leaving home in a few months, right? And mm-hmm. um, I I know that 
I, I am trying to just get on with it. And like sometimes just like ignoring the fact, like I'm just pretending, okay, Charlotte will always be here. Everything's okay. And, um, but you know, I, I, and then I find myself like crying out of nowhere or stuff, stuffing myself with food to, uh, deal with my emotions as opposed to just going, I'm feeling this. I feel scared. I feel sad. I feel like this big joyful light in our house is going to be extinguished or we'll have to see this joyful light on, you know, on the phone and I have phone anxiety. <laughs> oh. just... <laughs> so I don't know how to just get on with something like saying goodbye to somebody that, you know, that I've spent you know, that has grown up with me that I adore. Things like that. Like, uh, yeah. So how do you get it? I don't, I don't know that we need to try to get on with it. We just face our challenges day by day. We appreciate the time we have with the people we love. Um, I don't know. How do you just, or I, I think the advice is not to try to just get on with it, but to actually feel the feelings. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I can feel the feelings and be sad and, like, tell Leonard I'm... It helps to um, have a boy because I can be like, Leonard, I'm so sad you're going, and, you know, be all like that, yeah. except real. And he'll just, like, look at me like I'm insane, <laughs> you know? stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? He would like me to stuff my feelings. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is toxic, Leia, but I'm really trying to think about how he is ready to go. You mm -hmm. know, yes, yeah, I'm going to miss him, um, but he is ready to go. He well, it's has true. a horrible case of senioritis. He's texting mm -hmm. me constantly, Mom, will you call me out of third and fourth block? You know, because... <laughs> He has 110% in some foods class he decided to take. And it's like, why are you taking this foods class? But he is so ready to, like, fly, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I well, will let myself just, like, cry and cry. But, you know, I still have to, like, get up and go to work and, you know, go to Woodman's. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, right? Yes, you do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And and I think when I look at Charlotte, like, of course, she's ready to go. I'm happy for her. I'm just sucks for me. Right. <laughs> Does and, it? I was starting to think like there's going to be less cooking for me to do, mm -hmm. less laundry, less worrying, Leia. I mean, Leonard okay. has a driver's license and is driving around and I can't sleep until he gets home. So I'm exhausted. I'm neurotic okay. and exhausted. So. so here's my question. Are you mm -hmm. using toxic positivity on me right now? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even know. I, I don't even them. know. I um, don't get it. It's no, an episode can... we don't understand. <laughs> You can be as sad as you want, and if you yeah. want to stay home all day and not get on with it, don't. You know, yeah. I don't see that there's anything wrong with that. Eventually, you'll get sick of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I may know. have to stay home all day because I'm going to be locked up any minute. <laughs> well, that's okay. You'll be starting your YouTube channel. We'll all be tuning yes. in. 
So yes, chit chat chit in China. Yeah, I'll be posting videos from my yeah thousand square foot little apartment here. <laughs> Same thing every day. We're so, running out of coffee. Anyway, yeah, okay. I Got feel it. like you do need to get on with it, but you don't need to dismiss your emotions, right? Okay. Because that's yeah, not yeah. helpful to Charlotte to see you in a puddle. That would no. make me feel bad if I saw... My mom was, like, thrilled when we left. Like, the second my yeah. brother left, the next day, and I'm not kidding you, his room was <laughs> turned into a sewing room. All his stuff was gone. Her sewing machine was there. You know, everything was stacked with fabrics. Yeah, yeah, oh. we are ready. We've already got big plans for Charlotte's room too. Actually, there we're, you go. We're, we're, Don and I are already fighting about what it's going to be. So, a yoga studio. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, not quite that, but you know, yeah. I will. I will enlighten you as when Ooh. the time comes. Okay, okay to be so. determined. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. So the other one seems a bit related, and that is feeling guilty for feeling what you feel. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, you know, I think these days, like some of the things I'll tell myself and I've, I've caught myself saying it aloud to some people a few times too. And I just have to say, shut up, Leah, don't do this. But saying things like, well, at least I'm not in Ukraine. I should be grateful for what, you know, what I have yeah. here. And, you know, it's just not, that's it's not, not helpful. helpful. No, no, it's not no. helpful to compare. It's, it's important to have compassion for that, to do what we can to be, you know, uh, you know, I have family in Ukraine to be present and to pray and to do whatever it is that we're able to do. But um, I still have my own set of feelings for my own life. And even though I'm only one of, you know, how many billion people on the planet, those feelings are very valid and they're very real to me, right? So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to feel guilty for, you know, feeling depressed about the state of being that I'm in right now, that I feel stuck, that I'm not able to go home for the summer, you know, and by, you know, and try to make myself feel feel better by saying, well, at least I'm not in a war zone. Uh, It's true, but yeah. Yeah, that's not helpful. Yeah. Do you feel guilty about what you feel? Sometimes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. who am I to be sitting here having this delicious cup of coffee, you know, with my journals and my, you know, uh-huh. my diffuser going, you know, <laughs> my cat on my lap. I mean, I just feel so blessed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I do feel guilty because it's like, mm-hmm. who am I to have all these blessings? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Speaking of which, I almost bought a diffuser yesterday. I went to this really Mm. cool store Mm. and then I thought, you know, the rest of it, like I would love it, but like Don wouldn't love it. (laughs) He would hate it. So I don't know how to like, well, you know, a diffuser seems to fill up an area with scent, right? Which seems a little bit bit toxic. Oh, well, if you don't buy toxic don't, oils. Well, I know, but I mean, if other people don't like that scent and it's just overwhelming your house oh. or your room, and I'm yeah. Sure. yeah, I hear yeah. you. I was, um, for makes a while, me be, makes me want to be single. Oh, stop <laughs> it. You can have diffusers all over the house. <laughs> well, I'm single and I'm diffusing up a storm. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I was diffusing lemon and citrus every morning to mm. get the kids energized. <laughs> I 
school. Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah, and it turns out Gus and Len, or Gus and Lulu loved it, but Leonard hated it. <laughs> so uh, I stopped. Because, okay. you know, you really can't do that. That is obnoxious. I thought I was being, you know, amazing. Right, right. This amazing mom. Well, you know, Leonard is leaving the coop, so you can do it again in the fall when he's gone. <laughs> and fire up that diffuser with the citrus scent. <laughs> right? Yep. More, okay. more positivity yeah. about Leonard leaving. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. No, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here's the final sign of the, I'll use the acronym now. What is it? P. No, TP, toxic positivity. It is (laughs) minimizing, minimizing other people's experiences with feel-good quotes or statements. Okay, so, yeah, so this is, I I think this is a big one. And uh, this actually has really bothered me much of my life. So I try not to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so one of the, you know, I've often you know, throughout my life felt marginalized or just really unvalidated by people saying things like, oh, well, it was probably God's will that this happened or, you know, things that happen for a reason. And, you know, that's not what you want to hear when you're going through tough times. At least it's not what I want to hear. In Mm -hmm. fact, I don't want to hear anything, Edie. I want people to be there for me. I want people to empathize. Um, I, you know, I, I'm not convinced that people want to be cheered up. They just want to be heard. Right. So mm-hmm. this, this idea, uh, that we can help people feel better by, you know, giving them like, oh, just like, look how sunny it is outside or whatever. Like, I, I think, I just don't think it's necessarily helpful. It's better to just listen. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, on that note, you know, <laughs> hope it's a good day for you. <laughs> you look like a million bucks. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, you know, I still go by that idea. I've talked about it several times in the podcast that, you know, just try to be the light in the room, which doesn't mean try to be the you know, the, I was going to say Amelia Bedelia. That's not the person. Who's the person who's like, oh, all cheery. Who is Rebecca that? Rebecca Sunnybrook kid? Farm. <laughs> Someone like that. Yeah. Like just put Anne a of Green spin Gables. On. Yeah. No, Anne didn't do that. Anne didn't put a positive spin on absolutely everything. But, you know, like, I don't think we need to do that. I, I think that we can be compassionate and loving without, you know, being like the, hey, everything's going to be just fine. So that's where I stand on, let's get real, you know, here we are, we're going, we're all going through hard times in different ways. And let's just acknowledge that it doesn't mean we need to dwell on it. But it also doesn't mean that we have to, you know, just always try to find the bright side of life, right? And sometimes we need to do that, but it's not necessary to do it all the time. That's so, Leia- my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. I don't get to what? sing that song. Always look on the bright side of life. Da 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 da. da. <laughs> Looks like you got to sing it. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> 
time for the Chit Chat Challenge of the Week. This week, your challenge is to get real. Get real, man. <laughs> Share what's going on in your life on the Chit Chat Coop. We'd love to hear from you. You know, just lay it on the line. Tell us what's going on because we can give you our empathy. We can give you encouragement. And we will not give you Give advice. you TP. We will not give yeah. you any TP. No TP for you. <laughs> now, if you need toilet paper, we will send that. <laughs> okay. So that's it for this episode of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Check out the show notes for links to our blogs and to my Etsy store, Prairie Girl Greetings. Plus, if you haven't already, make sure you join our private Facebook group, the Chit Chat Coop. Yes, and that's where we do post our uh, Chit Chat Challenge of the Week and where we are encouraging you to share, you know, just to share things with us. It's a really fun place to hang out, ask for ask for advice. Well, <laughs> I don't know about ask for advice, but, you know, just hang out, hang out uh, and share what's going on in your lives. Oh, oh, and consider writing us a review on iTunes so others can find the show. We have more and more listeners, which is fabulous, but uh, keep keep sharing it out there. Thanks, as always, to Charlotte and you, Leah, for editing the show. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Cluck, cluck. <laughs> <laughs>